welcome to Sword Illusions. We are doing another installment of Transgender Storytime. I was going to call this episode Dating While Trans, which is a clever title. I can't really, you know, that one's been around a lot. Like, uh, somebody tried to give me credit for creating the alternative to the term TERF, Trans-Exclusionary Radical Feminist. Uh, there has been one that's been going around for a long time called uh, Feminism Appropriating Radical Transphobe, which, if you're following me, the acronym of that is F-A-R-T, FART. Uh, that one's very clever. Uh, I have not, I did not come up with that. I've seen that for a long time. But, uh, yeah, Dating While Trans, I don't know, I try to, like, I try to come up with clever, clever things, and, uh, that's not so, that is clever, but it's absolutely, that one's been around, uh, all sorts of stuff. Which is to say that uh, this is going to be not about... Well, it, I was about to say it's not about broader trans culture. I mean, it is honestly about broader trans culture. Because a lot of it has to do with T4T and all sorts of stuff. And I knew I hinted at another episode that I was going to talk... The next one would be about all of the T4T experiences. This one is not really going to be that. Because, I mean, my dating my dating life right now is a, is a, is a disaster. Not... It's not really a disaster. <laughs> I said. <gasps> I said it was a disaster, and it's not. I mean, actually, I mean, it's actually going pretty well, but uh, <laughs> I'm going. <laughs> uh, I'm definitely going through de something, and uh, I'd really. I had two options. I was either going to go back to therapy or. And these are, this is always, when you sit down to do a podcast, this is a binary choice. It's either, you know, you could go do this in therapy or you could do it to the internet, to a, uh, to my following. And I decided, I mean, why not? Let's, I mean, let's, uh, you probably guessed by the episode description or, you know, the previous rambles. But I mean, this is, we're, we're, this is, I hate doing episodes that are all about me, but this is, this is about me and. Yeah, I mean, forewarned, you know, buckle up, uh, buckle in for the ride because uh, we're going to talk about uh, names. And that's always something that I, I've accepted. A lot of times I get recognized, not necessarily like somebody sees me and is like, oh, that's Ian Thomas Malone. They hear the name and they're like, wait, that's the trans woman, didn't change her name. Or the transgender manifesto or, you know, known as the Dave Chappelle birds. I... <sighs> Which is all to say that my name is, is a part of me that is it's a defining feature of my life that um, I, I guess I could say that I knew that going in that it would be kind of unusual, but I mean, you never really know. And I've said this a lot. I don't think I've ever said it on this show, but I've said it a lot in, in uh, sort of my private life. The truth is that if I could go back in time if I could go back to an earlier moment and see, you know, circa 2014, 2015 Ian and say, hey, you're going to make an amazing woman someday, but for the love of God, you stubborn fuck, change your name. Just do it. Just do it. Get it over with and get it done and all of that. And I, I, I sincerely wish that I hadn't done that. And... The problem is that when you say that, people go, well, you can just change your name now. And unfortunately, like, yes, that's true. And that's kind of what I want to talk about in this episode. 
but the reality of that situation is, I, I in in either case, I, I I don't want to change my name. It's really more of a matter of the fact that I I'm learning right now, in particular, just the distinct pitfalls of not changing your name. That, in all fairness, I didn't have to deal with before. I was in a four-year relationship. I only transitioned like five or six. We're really. Really, I guess the six, six and a half. I mean, if we're counting everything. Uh, but, I mean, my medical transition started in 2017. I mean, that, we talk about, we talk about, I mean, there's there's all sorts of ways to transition. Um, I learned a lot about myself starting on HRT. And when we, especially with, with regard to dating and sexuality, all of that. HRT uh, can, in a lot of cases, have a profound effect on sexuality. And I was in a, a four-year relationship with a cis woman that began about a year into my medical transition. Uh, Tara. Everybody knows Tara here. Tara Tara and I broke up a while ago. and uh, I've dated people since that. And really, we're not talking about a lot of time. Whether that was a good idea. Or, I mean... Uh, I dated another person who is is really wonderful. There were uh, some compatibility issues, which, uh, you know, called it quits after a couple weeks. But uh, really like them, and, uh, you know, uh, in another life it would have been not really a dream situation. But as I, I always say I'm on the wrong side of 30. I mean, being 30 is pretty great. But um, one thing I've in particular been learning about myself as uh, I've put some distance between now or between uh, the events of the end of December and now is that uh, I'll always be bisexual. I am a bisexual person. I've, the past few weeks, past past 12 weeks, I can really probably, I guess, 9 or 10 I have dated people of three different genders, and really, there might be a fourth thrown in. I, the person, uh, we will say, we can we can backdate a fourth maybe later potentially. I'm I'm, it's not not my realm to say, but I mean, there are signs. Certainly, there there were definitely a lot of signs. It was great. It was great too. I I would add uh, a lot of fun. Um, it, really, I that's that's the beauty of bisexuality for me is you discover. I mean. There really are a lot of, um, and, and going on dates in, in recently in particular has really reinforced the idea that, I mean, there really are so many different gender identities out there. I, you always you always know that, you can accept that, because you see it all the time and all of that, and then you actually, like, date a lot of different gender, and you're like, holy shit! I mean, it's fun, It's we, really, really, we live in a great world, and it's great that everybody gets to be open, and feels open, because when they're open, and all of that, and the stuff that... You share with people, and you make so many great connections. It's really, it's wonderful. But um, for me, I've learned, I mean, and it's a moving target. I've been writing about it a bit for my new album, and uh, it's a bit of a moving target. But, I mean, honestly, I'm not as bisexual as I thought I was. I, I really, and, I mean, maybe the pendulum can swing back, but, I mean, it's not, I could say, okay, I'm, I'm definitely way more attracted to guys, but it, it's kind of a, there's a sweet spot within that. It's kind of like it starts with like butch with 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 butches. So I mean, like basically, tail end. I mean, tail sort of. Uh, I don't want to say tail end of the spectrum of of cis woman. I mean, you you get what I'm trying to say. If you look at cis woman as sort of all the different, uh, um, but 
different types of identities that can fit into that. Uh, Butch is 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 not in the middle of that. It's definitely at one end. So with that in mind, uh, my type is basically uh, Butch lesbian. Then I mean I. <laughs> Where, however you want to draw the path from butch lesbian to cis men and have it go through uh, non-binary people, trans masks, uh, you know, trans men, also, I mean, the, the whole spectrum of that. Non-binary people who have medically transitioned, non-binary people who have not medically transitioned. Yeah, you, you draw that line basically from butches that goes through that and ends up at cis men. That's, that's really the spectrum of my bisexuality. And that, that's a good range, but I mean, there's... I call it the like hair spectrum, basically. It's gonna be in my album. Uh, more like hair the better. That's that's a good barometer. That's that's the common denominator with all of this is uh like hair. Yeah. Uh it's 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 kind of it's it's great in a lot of ways. I mean, I don't know, you 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 uh not to get coarse, I don't know, you lie down with a with a a gender identity you haven't been with in a while and you experience the things that you hadn't. I don't know. You put your arms through. Some, it's butterflies. I get butterflies just talking about it. I mean, I really do like guys. It's 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 a curse because my name is Ian Thomas and I'm not that feminine. And guess what? This is this is going to be a real shocker. So uh, you know, buckle in your seats if you're driving. I don't know. Maybe pull over a little bit. When your name is Ian Thomas. When you don't have a lot of makeup pictures, because guess what? You don't wear makeup. When you, I mean, when you, when you're basically like the Twinkie version of androgyny. I, if that, if that makes sense, I'm not sure that's even a perfect description, but I mean, it came to mind. I, I think it basically fits. When you're that kind of person, if you follow me and you see my Facebook post, I mean, you know what I'm talking about. I don't really wear makeup. I don't like it. So when your name's Ian Thomas and you don't wear makeup, guess what? Guess what? Surprise, 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 surprise. Guess what? It's hard to date straight men when you're a trans woman named Ian Thomas. What a shocker. Isn't that, isn't that honestly like the most, the biggest surprise in the whole wide world? It throws people off. We live in a culture that, you know, you swipe left or you swipe right. Those are your binary choices. A lot of people, in fact, even people who match with me oftentimes have not actually read my profile. So I can be witty. I can tell all the jokes that I like to tell. Gets me lots of lots of new followers all the time, practically every day. I mean, largely on Facebook. Uh, you know, I, I deploy those witty skills and I try to woo a mate. And guess what? They say, they see Ian Thomas, or really they just see Ian. And then they swipe left and they're like, what the fuck? I'm not gay. I don't want this trans woman, Amy and Thomas. I don't want anything to do with her. In fact, I haven't even looked at the profile. I didn't even check her pronouns. I just see long-haired twink named Ian. Shit, how did they get in my filter? Swipe left. And they'll probably use I get they a lot. Which I don't care about, but I mean, I mean, you, when you, you do tend to notice when somebody only genders you that way. And, you know, I mean, I look pretty feminine. I, 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 I do get confused as non-binary a lot. Uh, that is kind of to be expected. My name's Ian Thomas. I, it, I don't know. That's, it's, it's, it's something. But, uh, yeah, so dating is harder. It's harder, and, and people always say, well, dating is hard in general. Fine, but, I mean, I, I gotta be honest. Dating for me, generally speaking, is not actually that hard. 
I am very charming. I think I'm attractive. And I, you know, I, I'm good at, I'm good at stealing the deal. I'm actually kind of in this state right now where because of the people I date tend to be more, you know, on the, the like hair spectrum, uh, I do encounter more tops than I used to. And I found literally on my last first date that I was, I was, I was, my body was ready to, to, the other person didn't want to, I was, it was, they were making, they, they made moves. I mean, honestly, it's, it's, I get, I get butterflies just thinking about it. The four sexiest words in the English language, and this is preview material. It's probably going to go in the album. I mean, a lot of things could come from the album, but I mean, honestly, the four sexiest words in the entire English language, get ready for it. Buckle in your seats. Can I kiss you? A couple people have said that to me. I, I, I never knew it. I never knew. I never knew. What a fucking just bowl of mush those words would turn me into. And I I don't say that with any shame. I mean, I love it. I, I've always, I, I'm a softie. I'm a sucker. I love my stuffed animals. I, I, I love to care. I, I want to be somebody's wife. I, I, I love that. You know, I don't I don't mind somebody who's who's not on the level as that because I don't know. There's something nice about about being able to care for somebody and to give that, to give that kind of affection and... And not not want obviously people want things in return when 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 they're uh, you know making romantic gestures obviously you want there's a natural inclination to uh, you know want to have that reciprocated and yet at the same time I I don't really I don't really approach any of that kind of stuff from that kind of angle I, I don't I don't I don't you know when I'm with somebody uh, and and I'm making not uh, I mean. It's always hard for me to say, well, not to get coarse. I mean, I put out an album called Confessions from My New Vagina, which, of course, you can all uh, listen to. I've done, we've done podcast episodes on my vibrator. I, I This is my space. So, I mean, I guess I'll say it, but you've been forewarned. Skip 30 seconds ahead if you'd like. I mean, guess what, people? I know how to make people, you know, when I say make it rain, I'm using euphemism. We all know. Uh, yeah, I'm really, I'm, I'm good at that. Not to be arrogant. I just... I've seen, an, I've, I've been in, I've, I've been in enough actions, I've been in enough theaters of war to know that I'm skilled and people generally want a nice return visit. Uh, so yeah, and I don't say that to toot my own horn or to sound braggadocious or, or, or anything. Uh, it feels very good for me to be able to do that for somebody, to see the smile on somebody's face and know that I caused that. And that alone, knowing, knowing that you have the power to make somebody else feel like that, I mean... It's uh, it's 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 satisfying. If it's fulfilling, I guess I should say, uh, it's gender affirming, all of that. I mean, I, I I I I respond well to the idea, you know, when you're with a masculine partner or something. I mean, it's it's so like trad wife and and stereotypical to be like, yeah, pleasure your man, all of that. I mean, fine. I mean, is it is it stereotypical? Is it is it trad wife? Uh, sure, but I mean, it fucking feels good. I don't care. I really don't. It's it's a good feeling to make somebody feel like that. And you know what? If I get burned on that kind of stuff, if I get burned by caring too much, again, so be it. You can't get burned unless you throw yourself out there, unless you make yourself vulnerable. You let the guard down. You know, if you keep your shield up, I, I cannot do like a mindless one night stand. I have to I have to I have to be able you know, I'm I make love with like I love uh eye contact. I wanna you know, I don't look away. And and that 
that's way too intense for some people. But uh, at the end of the day, I, I don't. I really, I don't care. It's 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 gotta matter. I don't want any part of it. Or if 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 it doesn't matter, then I I could watch uh, old episodes of Big Brother Canada instead. And when you know when I'm when I'm getting bored of that, I can you know climb into bed and turn my vibrator on, and I I could have fun that way. Like if 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 it's gonna be emotionless blob, if it's just gonna be you know people eyes closed and having this this. Uh, you know, fantasies in their own head. I mean, that's 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 not that's not love making. That's that's mutual masturbation. That and that's what it is. I mean, I, I and there's nothing wrong with that. If if that's what you like, if that's what if if you like that. I mean, there are so many other people whose sexualities are are are, are so different in in my way. Uh, and if that works for you, fine. Like, we are we are all so many different people. Uh, <laughs> it's just not how I work. It's not. I have to care. And I'm like I'm okay with that. I mean, you're gonna get burned that way. You're it's playing with fire, but um, I like those experiences, and I hate. I think probably the worst part about being trans for me is that uh, there are so many people out there who will uh, you know, we never get to show the real you to a lot of people, but it, it hurts to know that there's. People out there who will just totally dismiss me and write me off because of uh, I because w- I was born with different plumbing than I have now, or in a lot of cases, people get written off because they have the same plumbing that they've had their entire lives. And you know, there's so much toxicity in the way that the whole genital preference discuss. It's such a outlandish genital preference. Yeah, I mean, talk about talk about a way to uh, take a group of people. Reduce them to their private parts and then sound judgment. Uh, you know, it's like when people are like, I don't want to be shamed for my genital preference. I mean, it's just uh, what you really want is to just say whatever the fuck you want that's demeaning about trans people and and not have that be at all a deal breaker for anybody else. And I mean, if, if that's how you talk about full groups of other people, uh, then you're an asshole. And I think that speaks for itself. That's my opinion on genital preferences, you know. If if penises aren't your thing, uh, that's fine. But you know you don't you don't have to go broadcasting it. You don't have to go shaming people who have. Uh, I mean I I like penises, so I mean I used to have one. I, it was I didn't transition because I didn't like that. I, I it's emo- a lot of other reasons, frankly. More more power to everybody else in that regard. <laughs> don't need to get don't need to get too graphic. But I mean it's just um it's it's hard. As trans people, we are so often written off because of who we are we're written off and it's that that is true of so 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 many uh, different realms other than sexuality and dating it's true of employment uh it's true of just fucking you know as the joker said we live in a society we do we live in a society i use i've said that joke a lot i've said that joke to people who have been on guests on this podcast, and I've had no fucking clue if they'll get what I have. And either they did or they did a good job pretending. <laughs> hey, I, either one's fine by me. <laughs> Which is a long way of saying I'm sick of being swiped left because they see Ian. And it's that a. I've been thinking about changing the name. It's been, I, I've been out of the closet for years and years and years and years. And I didn't finish a tangent. I mean, a lot of these tangents, when you're podcasting, a lot of tangents don't get finished. But, um, suegos, suegos. <laughs> it's not a tight-knit, five-minute-long cable news. I mean, a lot of them aren't even five minutes, but. Okay. I can't 
I I would love to go back in time and and tell the uh, past Ian to change her name because people say, well, why don't you just change it now? And I, I couldn't have I couldn't if I went back in time and told past Ian to change her name, that would that would go a long way toward avoiding a problem. Kind of why I can't really do that same thing right now. Because I would ask the old Ian in the past to change her name to avoid having this name question follow you forever. I've been out of the closet for a very long time. And I'm not a famous Tran by any means. I say that. I've been recognized. In this past week, I've been recognized uh, three times on a dating app. Uh, once for Chappelle, once for my stuff on Facebook... And then once I so it, it, we're familiar with my I don't really I don't know two and a half they 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 knew I was I, they knew I was somebody I I don't know maybe that counts as three uh and then and then to top it all off to top it all off I matched with a uh, transmasculine author uh pretty well known if you like trans books you've probably heard of this guy. And uh, he messages me, and I I knew I knew I knew exactly who he was. Like, I saw the I I. Okay, I'm I'm gonna limit descriptors. If if I say a couple of things, then every any probably a lot of other people who are familiar with this space would be able to identify this person. And I think the last thing that they would deserve is for uh, messages. Hey, you know, did did you go on a date with Ian Thomas Malone? Uh, yeah. So uh, we'll we'll give an, an, an anonymity. Uh, point being, this person messages me, kind of a generic, me- not even kind of generic, generic compliment, a little bit sweet. Uh, not even like a great open, like you know, you expect probably a little more from an author. And God, God, God help! I hope they're not listening. Um, but uh, he sends a message, and what do I do? What do I do? I and I'd been on the receiving end of this a few times that same week. The uh, the most more the most recent one uh, it had happened three days prior and then this was yesterday so I guess four days ago but this was yesterday so it had been three days prior I felt awkward one of my own followers like somebody who actively follows me and actively follows my stuff was like O M F G and that was way better than like hey aren't you the Chappelle critic the Chappelle critic I have reviewed Dave Chappelle specials yes the Chappelle critic. But this person messages me, and I I just felt so awkward because it's like holy shit, this person doesn't just like hasn't just you know heard of the transgender manifesto or heard of my comedy album or anything like shit. This person's like an active follower, and uh, yeah, I mean that was that was really cool. Um, but you do feel kind of awkward. So what do I do? Uh, somebody who I reckon, I mean that had never happened. I've been on dating. I have a lot of years of experience on dating apps. I have literally never just straight up known exactly who somebody was. And we had we had, we had we had had a form of communication in the past, uh, and and they no I'm not gonna do it. I was about to say something else about. Let's just they're a little new to my area. We'll say that. Okay, I don't want to identify them too much. Um, and they they just send me a compliment, and I'm just like holy shit. And I was like, please ask me out. That was my I sent a message basically saying I know who you are. And then I got worried because, you know. When somebody says, oh my god, I know who you are, they're either fangirling or they want something or any of that. But I'm just like, well, and I actually, I did say to him, I, I actually did want something from him. I invited him to ask me out. <laughs> I asked him out. 
<laughs> that's not what I did though. I asked him to ask me out, so it's not the same thing. <laughs> that's how this works. Uh, yeah. So zero chill, zero fucking chill. And uh, if this guy is listening, uh, I will, I will say, uh, you know, I reiterate what I said. Please, <laughs> no, I have no, no, no high hopes on that regard. I had no chill. I need to have some chill. That's what happens when I when trans guys message me. I'm fucking. I just melt. Cis guys. Well, you gotta kind of have your guard up with. I mean, I, I do. It's not like I. I'm just like trans guys. Uh, you know, all sorts of. I like. I like cis guys too. But I mean, they just don't give you butterflies the same way. I. It just, it's. It's different. T for T is. It's. It's. If. If you know, you know. It's a different experience. It's a much different energy. It's a beautiful energy. It's. It's great in so many ways. I really. I T for T. We'll do an episode on it. I don't know. I'm trying to be respectful to. I, it's tough when you're when you're talking about things that are intimate that you share with somebody else, and even if you don't name them, uh, I don't know. It's weird. We'll do an episode on that though. Um, it's weird. I mean, I'm sick. I'm, I I feel like I have a lot of my dating uh pool cropped because uh I I we start off things with this sort of like test, you know, left or right. And if they see Ian, that's that's probably going to guide a lot of them, lot more of them to left than it would. And I don't know how many of those people would uh, feel the same way, regardless of what my name was, just by the very token that I'm trans. I don't know. I don't have an answer to that. I, I'm very comfortable uh, saying what I don't know. But in this case, I mean, it's just... It's tough. This thing is a burden. It's a cross for me to bear. And it's a cross... For me to bear in any way. Let's just say I change it. This is why I can't really fully ever change my name. I'll never stop being asked about it. People say, why did you change your name after all these years? After digging so many lines in the sand. Saying I will never change it. How could you then go and change it? And the answer, the honest, the God's honest truth is the, is a sad reason. Because it's not. It's not because I want to change it. It's not because I'm the force driving it. It's because I accept that society is so not used to this to a point that it's becoming a negative detriment on my life. And that's the reality. And frankly, that that's why I'm podcasting. It's taken me a really, 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 really long time to say that. Because it's a depressing... It's... It kind of sucks to admit to people. It really does. Because all of you could probably want to, you know, lift me back up and say, you know, Ian, don't change your name for somebody else. But I got to say, and this is the sad part, and this is not just me, you know, being emotional or anything. I mean, this is just, this is, this is day-to-day real-world experience. I mean, it's a hindrance. It's a hindrance on my life. It's a hindrance on my career. I've seen that. I've been asked professionally to change it before, and I, I... I've blown up at people. Not, not a little bit. Yeah, I mean, it sucks. You know, when a cis person asks that of you, I mean, it it fucking sucks. Maybe you shouldn't blow up at people, but I mean, it was it was horrible. It was a really it was one of the most traumatic professional experiences in my life. Uh so yeah, I mean, a little heated emotion. I, yeah, I mean, don't be afraid to be emotional if the time's right. And frankly, I mean, time was right. Let's let's. I don't like letting myself off the hook necessarily, but yeah, I mean, if, if, you know what, I mean, you got to do it sometimes. Uh, <laughs> it's hard. Look, I, I don't, I want to be like a, you know, trans positive, never change, you know, Rorschach, uh, 
Never uh, never compromise, not even in the face of Ar- Armageddon. I mean, that's one of the best quotes from Watchmen. And guess what? Rorschach's not a role model, though. So, I mean, uh, I should have changed my name. I'm, I'm not really thinking about I can't have a dead name. And I, I can't bury... It's, it's the worst feeling in the world for me to think they say my name, and then they gasp. They say Ian Thomas, and they gasp because I don't go by that name anymore. And they start profusely apologizing for calling me Ian Thomas or I mean everybody calls me Ian uh in in day-to-day life nobody calls me Ian. people call me Ian Thomas who have no idea who I am uh but it's such a sad feeling to think that there could be somebody who would apologize for calling me Ian to think that I was hurt by that that it was my dead name I I I would never have a dead name I don't I don't I just I don't want I I like my name I like it and there are other trans people, plenty of other trans people who uh, keep their names, who like it, uh, who aren't necessarily. We had a great chat at the beginning of the episode with Zachary Drucker where she uh, kind of lays it out. Uh, really cool stuff. Um, tra- being trans, transition, being transgender, transition, a la carte process. And don't let anyone ever tell you otherwise. Uh, you know, you transition. You all do you. Transition on your own terms. That's the very, very, very first episode of this podcast. It's as true today as it was back then, uh, almost three years ago. Transition on your own terms. Uh, and yeah, I mean, that's kind of the crux because I say that. Is it? And and I, I'm I'm I. It feels like I'm going a little bit back on my word when I, not word, but just on my own advice and. That's not a reason to not reevaluate something. But a lot of people, I guess it shouldn't really feel comfortable to a lot of us that we would make something as big as a name change for um, another person. And I say that, okay. I'll say something about a person who I dated for a couple weeks that um, we didn't necessarily part on the absolute greatest of ter- I, the, the, I ended the relationship and the, they didn't want to and uh yeah and yeah i mean those sometimes don't necessarily end the best way when one one person wants to end and the other doesn't so i mean that's that's where, it's not like anything like huge happened but uh that that happened and uh that's always kind of regrettable but uh you know it's much better to part mutually uh but um there was a situation where they had their father is also named Ian Thomas. So, I mean, it was unavoidable at first, like the simple reality that if, if we ever got married and this person is on testosterone, uh, so they're the more masculine person, uh, I if, if we got married, I would have the exact same... I would be the only probably the only trans woman on the planet Earth with the exact same name as, uh, as her father-in-law. That's really funny. Um, and, and within that odyssey, I mean, I realized... But if I got married to uh, a trans, if I got married to any kind of masculine person, and you know there is the, we have all of the, you know, uh, you know, keep your name, keep your last, uh, more, more and more women are keeping their maiden names. Uh, they're not changing their names. There are a lot of good reasons to do that, and yet, I mean, frankly, I mean, over the, I, I don't really, it would depend. I'm not going to take some awful last name, but it's definitely on the table. I don't know. I, I'm. Think of abstract. I, I don't have to be. I, I guess with that, the only reason I'm not fantasizing about just taking some random person's name, but the reality of that situation is that I did, uh, over time, over the not so distant past, come to the realization that 
if I'm, oh, I may always be Ian Thomas. I may not necessarily always be Ian Thomas Malone. Uh, I may have to vacate the. I mean, I, I'm not. I'm not against it if 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 it's the right person and that feels right. I, I'm. I'm. It's on. It's on the table. So I guess, and I've been thinking, you know, is 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 changing my first name on the on the table? Would that improve my quality of life? Yeah. I I I think I think I think we're. I think that's a reality that I, I I'm basically trying to confront right now. Because I can I, I can live with the professional implications of being Ian Thomas Malone, the trans woman. It throws some people off. But I also got to say, I mean, it is an asset in some ways. Uh, I, I, In terms of profile within the trans community or just people who know trans entertainers or, or commentators or comedians or all of that, uh, it does give me a leg up. I think in a lot of cases I'm recognized or identified more than I would because they could be like oh what's that one that one trans person with the with the male name the trans woman the vagina one yeah I people I've been in situations where I've like introduced myself and people like kind of were like "Mm," and then you've you describe yourself and they're like oh oh okay Chabelle that kind of stuff uh it, it, it does stick with people it stuck I mean I mean, I I don't know. I don't want to dismiss myself. But that's the other thing. I mean, you're dating these. You're you're on these dating apps. You know, you want to toot your own horn, but you don't want to sound braggadocious. And I mean, I've kind of been so all over the place with what I've done and all of that. I mean, you can go on and on and on and on. And I try to be dumb. I don't want to say, oh, I have I have forty thousand followers. I mean, that number can really impress some people. I mean, it's really not that big. It doesn't impress me. So why would I be bragging about it? That's a good question. Oh. I say that. There's a reason I say that. I mean, a guy was bragging to me that he had 5,000 followers. And I was like, oh, 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 boy, my sweet summer child. And this is combined, too. I was like, boy, you have, you have, you cannot handle me. He really can't. Little dumb boy. He's cute, but what an idiot. Uh, yeah, that's, it's, it's, it's someone I gotta live with. I don't know. I mean, it's just a sad, is it sad? Here, let's 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 look at this from a different angle. I mean, we've been talking for a while, for a lot longer than I thought. This is good. This is therapeutic for me. Maybe it's therapeutic for you, if you're, especially if you're still listening. I try to I try to see things from other people's perspectives. Does a straight? Let's say you have a heterosexual man who is attracted to trans women, and heterosexual men can be attracted to trans women because, but bum <gasps> trans women are women. It's true. You can be heterosexual and be attracted to trans women. It's, and I, I, I don't say that as somebody sounding like they're discovering it for the first time. Here's the reality, though. I mean, I'm a bisexual person. The world's never going to ever, ever see any relationship I'm in as heterosexual. And maybe that's true more broadly of all trans women, but it is a hell of a lot truer in my case of being, you know, somebody who's not a girly girl. Like, uh... There are plenty of trans women who are drop-dead gorgeous, who are really into, like, nightlife, uh, really great with makeup. Uh, They will be very appealing to a lot of mainstream sort of, you know, the guys that populate those kind of clubs in a way that I never would be. And those, those, you know, society will look at a lot of those types of situations, you know, a girl hanging off a guy's arm, all of that kind of stuff. They will see those as much more heterosexual than I'll ever be seen as. And guess what? I don't care. I could go to the gym more. I could, I could 
learn. I have a master's degree. I can learn how to put makeup on my face. I don't. I don't like that. I really don't. It's not. It's not who I am. And I, I you can dig for old Instagram pictures, and you can certainly find a lot of uh, pictures of me before uh, where I I did use a lot of makeup, and a lot of that was just feeling like I had to pass and all of that. So I'm discovering. <sighs> And this is the great online online dating pro, uh, debate. How do you balance who you are versus the person that you could frame yourself as in a way that would attract maybe more people? I mean, you know, you don't you don't have a dating profile that lists all of your uh, biggest flaws. I mean, some people do. Uh, it's it's frankly, I mean, it's I, I wouldn't recommend it. And those people tend not to be the best to message with anyway. I mean, if you, but I. <laughs> I like radical transparency. I mean, I live my life in such a public sphere. I've done a lot of podcast episodes and things that are frankly, uh, that I don't want to say me. Eh, I mean, I don't know. There's some things I've said, not necessarily because I'm 100% comfortable with it, but, but really more from the reality that I think it's important to have some of this stuff in the public record, especially like going through my bottom surgery. I wanted that to be a resource to anybody who was actually going to go through with, uh, who were was interested in that. I wanted them to know what it was like. Did I want to tell people about having to shove a suppository up my ass? No, but um, I, to me, it was important to give people a uh, authentic uh, representation of the real ITM. I always try to be real with people, and uh, yeah, you might. It sounds like so cliche to be like, well, maybe I should be less transparent. I mean, I mean, I, in all honesty, I, I could probably afford to be a little bit less transparent, and that would probably behoove me in the dating front. But um, I could be less contrarian. I could change my name. I've been thinking about so baby names. I might. <laughs> it's a weird. Tra- it sounds weird to want to take one of your own baby names and use it for yourself, but I mean that's a, that's such a uniquely trans type of situation. I mean, there's just no way around it. Um, one of them, you know, if I change my name, I could be, uh, you know, there, we have Natasha Leone. We could have, I could change my pronunciation, my last name. I could be Natasha Malone, and Natasha Leone. I mean, there are worse people to copy. She was in, uh, but I'm a cheerleader. I mean, that's one of the most iconic LGBTQ narratives of all time. There are, I mean, that is, there are far dumber decisions than that one. That's actually pretty good. And you can do a lot. Like, it's not just Natasha Leone. I could be, you know, Natasha. If I was Natasha, then I could be Tasha. Tasha Yar. We've done two. We've done not one, but two episodes on Tasha Yar on this, uh, both with, uh, both with Natty Strange, who I talked to yesterday. Fun, uh, fun, fun person. Uh, fun episodes. Uh, yeah, that's, uh, that's uh that's 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 where I'm at and it's it's hard. It's hard to have to think that it may be smart to do something that I don't want to do just because it may make uh more sense for society in the long run and and for my my place in it because I want to be loved. That's the hard thing. I don't want to be a serial dater because I need to be I need I I need to be some I'm good at recognizing when something isn't compatible and maybe my really long relationship with Tara, um, a mistake that I made was not understanding that there were fundamental differences that I was aware of. I mean, 
when you're in a long-term relationship, I mean, you don't get everything you want. You have to, you have to make compromises and you have to, you have to take people where they are. Uh, there were things that, I mean, really I should, you know, yeah. Compatibility issues. I mean, that's real. Look, Carnal attraction and just loving somebody that only gets you so far. You have to, you have to have, you have to have a sustain. You have to have a solid foundation to your house, your house of love. The book of love is long and boring, but it it also should be stable, and functional. So I, I I've been you know I'm not I'm not just looking to date somebody to date. I I distinctly don't do that, and yet I I do probably throw myself uh, I I go hard look. If there's somebody who I'm really, really attracted to, um, I, I don't want to play it cool. I want to be at the bow of the ship with a harpoon. Not literally, just Cupid's arrow saying, you may fire when ready. No, like, I'm going to go for it. I, I'm a catch. I have charm. I'm a charming person. And if I see somebody and I'm like, I'm looking at them in my eyes and I'm like, that's a that person's really hot and they seem really interesting. and I'm going to fucking go for it. I don't recommend everybody always do that. It's better to, it's actually, it's better to play it cool. It is. <laughs> I say that as somebody who doesn't listen to it. You know what? It is really fun to be in a, it's really fun to feel things that kind of make you do things that you wouldn't necessarily expect. I, I, I'm not like an aggressive, like I have to go and get this person, but, ah, oh, it, it's kind of invigorating to go out there and be on the hunt a little bit and say, fuck, you're hot. I would love to make out with you. Not, and not say that in sequential, so, not actually like lay that out but 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 to but to do that and i i guess for me i'm just trying to figure out how how do i how do i how do i create a more conducive environment for those kinds of sensations and i i think maybe changing the name i i couldn't change it entirely i would always be ian thomas to some extent maybe i would still keep it professionally but um i don't know it's hard this is such a weird uh not just uniquely trans, but I mean within a with niche, niche, niche trans topic. And I, I felt like it was important to me to, to, to get a lot of what I was feeling on the record. Cause especially if you're a trans person who's like, shit, I don't want to change my name either. I, I've heard, I guess in a lot of cases, they were more uh, gender ambiguous names. I mean, Ian is not the most masculine name on the planet Earth. Ian Thomas is, though. I mean... People on dating apps will say, like, oh, Ian is such a feminine name. And it's like, yeah, but, I mean, dating apps, it doesn't have your full name. I just, it says Ian, and people say, oh, that's, you know, that's a feminine name. And it's like, well, yeah, but I'm actually Ian Thomas. And then people are like, oh, oh, that's very feminine. No, it's not. It's it's just this weird situation I find myself in. All the people, be true to yourself. You're so brave. First off, it's not brave that I didn't change my name. It's, it's... It's just, I have to live with. I, but I maybe I don't have to live with it. Maybe I could say goodbye to Ian Thomas in some way. And how do I do that? How could I do it? I should do it in for a lot of reasons. I don't know. Why does this have to be so hard? Because that's the way the world works. It's... I hate to be somebody who looks at themselves understands the the true the my most sort of the truest form to be as true to myself as I could possibly be would involve not changing my name that's 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 I, it's a classic idm that's what i that's that's who i am but 
I watched a four-year relationship of mine crumble. Uh, really, I had no role. I had no... I was given no opportunity to, um, you know, make... It, it was done... It, it was over. It was a four-year relationship over with a snap of a finger. And it's it's hard to put into words kind of the pain that comes uh, of, of, of having absolutely zero agency to save your relationship. And uh, I, I, I have to carry that. That's, 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 that's part of me. That's, that happened. That's, it's traumatizing. I'm not, you know, pointing the finger. I, I don't, you know, I, I, takes two to tango. Um, it didn't come out of nowhere, I guess. Uh, uh, it fucking sucks. It was not, it, it you know what? You're in a long-term relationship. You're, th- you're feeling like it's, it's reaching, uh, that's, it's just, it's not a way. It's not a way to end. It, it sucked. It was, ho- it was horrible. And, uh, I, I've been thinking, I've, I've been thinking about what I, to say like, oh, well, you know, what can I do to make that not happen? I mean, it, that, that's also kind of hard because it's, I, I don't really, it wasn't my fault in a lot of ways. Um, and I didn't, I really, whether, whether it was justified or not, I mean, I, I didn't deserve that. It was, it was horrible. Um, so like, oh, I should change myself because this horrible thing happened. I mean, really, it would be nice if the horrible thing didn't happen. Uh, but uh, I mean, that's not it's not productive. You always want to uh, ways to better yourself. And when you relationships are about compromise, but you 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 say that I mean to to live that to mean that you have to be willing to go up to the table, uh, it, the compromise table with plenty of things that you are willing to compromise on that that's how compromise has to start from a position of you know this is what the other person needs you know you don't have to give them everything but i mean your your the words out of your first words out of your mouth better not be you know this is what i want this is what i want no you 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 have to open yourself up and be willing to uh accept that there's another person who also has needs and i i don't know that's, that's i'm not telling you that's perfect i mean there is to some degree that you should be selfish, uh, but you should be selfish second. You should be giving first. And maybe you shouldn't even be selfish second, but you know what I'm trying to say. This name thing. Maybe maybe it's time for me to give it up. Maybe it's time for me to stop being Ian Thomas. <laughs> I'm like kind of, I don't know, I'm, I'm hormonal a little bit and uh, definitely feeling vulnerable. Like, I'm kind of like, I don't know. The hormones are all over the place. I'm kind of like tearing up as I say that, as I admit it. Um, because it's hard. And I can say, you know, devil may care, fuck it, I'm going to be the one who defies all of that. I'll be one of the handful. I mean, that's probably, I've said it. I'll, I, you know, to be one of the few who didn't change their name, uh, comes with notoriety. And it, it... I mean, in some ways, it also does come with some power. Uh, it enhances the idea that you just don't give a fuck. And that, there's strength in that. There's strength of people thinking that you're that kind of person. But, um... It's just so tiring. It really is. I'm tired. And... 
I have to be okay with that in a lot of ways because um I I need to not collect I need I need to not be the person who's collecting breakups wherever they go. Uh you know, um four year relationship ends, that really sucks. You, you need time to heal. I I don't know how much time. Maybe I shouldn't. I mean, I then I, a month later I went in a relationship that went five I Yeah. I uh, Maybe that was too fast. Maybe I wasn't ready. Um, it wasn't right also. So, I mean, you, you need to be aware of everything. It's all, it, A lot of things can be true at once. Uh, you can be not ready and also have it not be a good fit. Um, I don't need to have... That only ended... That ended less than two weeks ago. I don't need to have a new boyfriend yet. I don't need to have a new friend. Them friend. I probably shouldn't have a new girlfriend with the way I've been speaking. I like guys. <laughs> it's weird. It's a curse. I said it before. It's a fucking curse. It's a curse to like guys when your name is Ian Thomas and you're you're not a gay man. I'm a trans woman named Ian Thomas Malone. I like men. Uh, fuck. What a what a what a. God, I mean, honestly. If somebody else was coming to me and saying, this is my position, I'm not I, I'm not having the luck that I want in the dating pool. First of all, I would tell them, hey, you've only been at it for a couple days. What the fuck are you complaining about? And then I would say, hey, you're you're not putting yourself in a position to kind of, you're not putting yourself in a very good position to attract the kind of people that you want to attract. Put on some makeup. Change your name. Now, I would not yell that at somebody, but I mean, would I internally think that? I mean, honestly, I probably... If somebody came to me with all of the things that I said, I, I would think that. I, I have to, you know, you have to have that kind of level of self-awareness. I'm self-aware enough to know that I am making things harder for myself. Oh, God. And I have a right to. And people have a right to swipe left. All of these things can be true at once. And... God, I mean, I, it's, it feels like kind of nice to organize your thoughts and to put them all out there, but, um, at the end of the day, I mean, it does it, I mean, I've been talking, and I'm like past, if you see, if I was at therapy, the therapist would be like, well, it's time to go, we've, you know, you've paid for the full hour, but really it's like a 45 minutes, and I don't know, it's probably really 40, 42, 43 at that, we're already past that, uh, I don't know. Do I need to show the world the like, the agony of a conflicted trans in actual motion? I, yeah, I don't know. I'm not afraid. I I'm not afraid to throw myself out there. And that's not to say that it's like you know, this is me. You know, take it or leave it. That's not. I am definitely open to bettering myself. And uh, there's a romantic suitor, uh, trans masculine, uh, they he person who. Very cute, extremely attractive. A uh, lot of uh, so far, it's been a lot of fun to chat with them and uh, compatible. Uh, they told me they have uh, three requirements, uh, which you know, guess what? I mean, it's nice when somebody's kind of like, "This is, this is what you have to do to date me." Because I mean, it shows their it shows they're sure of themselves. It, it shows that they don't make podcasts for an hour long, basically saying that they will change all, their whole name just to uh, appeal to men. 
I mean, that's kind of nice uh, to have somebody who doesn't do that. <laughs> anyway, they said they had three musts. Honesty, hygiene, and therapy. And I I hit two of those three. I am honest. And I, I have great hygiene, but... Uh, I would not be honest. You see, I'm. I, it's either I'm missing one of those or I'm missing two of them. Because if I'm, I, I I'm not seeing thera- uh, therapist right now, and if I'm not honest about that, then uh, I'm a liar too. So I had to tell. I had to tell them that uh, I'm not in therapy. But I, then I said, you know, honestly, like, look, it, we can meet. I mean, like, uh, if this is a deal breaker to to even meet, uh, you know, that might be. I, I don't know. I'm not. I'm not going back to therapy just to go on a date. Um, but I was like, you know, if 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 we if we hit it off, and uh, that does, if 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 that's a deal breaker to date you, and you know, we really do connect. Uh, yes, I I, I I I will go. If if it's a fit, it's a fit. I mean that too. Um, and I mean a lot of other people put yourself in their shoes. Maybe you wouldn't do that. I mean, it's 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 a lot to ask of somebody. And I'm okay with them asking. Like that's okay. They, that's fine that that's somebody's boundary. Like that's 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 a pretty good boundary, frankly. Uh and and we're still talking. So I mean, that wasn't that wasn't a that was I I had to be honest. I was I, I, I you can't start off you can't somebody tells you that you can't just say, "Oh, yeah, I couldn't just say, oh, yeah, I'm in therapy, and then go find one immediately and then go back. You, you can't do that. You have to be honest. Uh, it's either a deal breaker or it's, or it's not for them. Uh, I, I I, think I handled it. I'm, I'm okay. I, I, My conscience, I, I think I handled that about as good as I could have. Uh, you know, we'll see. Um, Yeah. <laughs> not to go through all of it. I don't know. I, I don't mind when somebody's like, hey, this is a requirement for me. Because it's like, yeah, okay, you value yourself. That's fine. Uh, if it's a ch- either I meet it or I can meet it or, you know, like if somebody said uh, you have to give up uh, seltzer water to date me, I would say, you know what? I, I'm i from the East Coast. I love seltzer water. No, I will not. Uh, and it's, that's also, frankly, not a reasonable request. So I don't know. I... People, when they set their life boundaries, I don't know. It's it's also, I was in a monogamous relationship for four years. Uh, LGBTQ listeners know that, uh, I mean, polyamory is very common in our community. Uh, and, and that's that's great. Uh, that's not something, that's not at the top of my list necessarily in terms of things that I really love. Um, but I, I've been on a lot of dates and I know a lot of people who are polyamorous who who I really do enjoy. So uh, that's really not a deal break. I don't know. It's it's hard. That's that's this kind of subject that that tends to draw out these like polarizing such polarizing opinion. I mean, it's not the first thing for me, but like, is it would it be a deal breaker for somebody? I don't know. So I'm navigating a lot of waters. I'm very outside of my comfort zone. This reason I'm still. I was gonna do 20 minutes. So it's we're almost hitting the hour mark. With the theme, we're basically are at the hour mark. It's hard. This is so hard. I don't know. I mean, either you want to listen to this long episode or you don't. But if you are still listening, I think, I don't know. This helped me, but I hope maybe, I don't know. I At the very least, you can see somebody else who's just like, you know, this is a mess. And I act like I'm actually pretty good at dating. I, I I have good dates. I get asked out on second. I'm usually kind of the one who's like, I'm sorry, I don't want to see you anymore. Like, this is, you know, it's, it's, uh, 
I'm good at this, kind of. Not really. I don't sound like I'm good at it. Uh, the human heart in conflict with itself. Paraphrasing uh, William Faulkner, he said, you know, that's the only thing worth writing about. It's the only thing worth being about. Trying to better yourself. Throwing it. I, I gotta... I gotta navigate these waters, being vulnerable, not letting myself get burned, and just trying to be happy at the same time. And oh my god, that's a fucking tall order. And I look at ways. I feel like I'm taking on a lot of water, uh, taking on a lot of water right now. And the way to maybe the way to fix that. I mean, I'm watching a lot of Big Brother Canada. That's a great show, by the way. Um, <laughs> it's great, Big Brother. Uh, it's probably better than the U.S. one. Eh, a lot of people think that. Um, a lot of that. I don't know. I'm 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 trying to, you know, the the Muppet Christmas Carol song with a thankful heart. Mm, 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 mm. I'm yeah. I'm not. Yeah, we don't need to do that. We did an episode podcast episode on that. Not too distant past. I don't know. There's a reason I haven't been podcasting a lot lately. I'm not myself that much. I mean, we have an episode book next week with a guest. Uh, I will show up and I will I will be the e- Ian that I am when we have uh, guests and all of that. Uh, but this is a solo, and this is kind of for the dedicated people, the 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 fans who follow me around on my platforms and uh, various stuff. I do a lot of weird things. I don't know. I'm trying to be okay, and it's hard. I'm not sleeping that well. I'm stressed. There's other things going on, um, and I ever so desperately want to be loved. And I, I don't want that. I don't. I don't want love at any cost. But um, God, I, I want to find my person out there. And I don't know. I don't know. Anyway, please, uh, if you've uh, listened to this episode for this long, uh, please leave a review. Anything, uh, you know, anywhere, uh, anything. What does that even mean? Nothing. It doesn't mean anything. What it does mean, though, is it's time to wrap up. Leave a review, especially Apple review, regardless of what you, if you're on Pandora or anything. Uh, please, uh, thank you so much for listening. Uh, be good to yourself. Be good to others. And uh, we will uh, see you next time.